This week's episode is brought to you by none other than Condition Her. Condition Her is a daily use, natural, clinically tested moisturizing and conditioning cream for your external intimate skin and hair area. Not sure about you ladies, but I've talked about how I do not wax. Never in my life have I waxed, but I do shave. And one of my concerns always with shaming is the possibility of ingrown hairs. Conditioner helps with not only that, but it makes sure not to throw off your pH balance and also has no mineral oils, no parabens, no steroids, no synthetic fragrance, and no unsafe ingredients for your box. I am super excited to say that Condition Her collabed with box number two of the official box owner. And for our listeners, you can now use promo code BOXOWNER, that's B-O-X-O-W-N-E-R, to receive 20% off of your order. That's right. Head on over to conditionher.com, that's C-O-N-D-I-T-I-O-N, H-E-R.com and use promo code BOXOWNER to save 20% off of your order. Now, let's get on with the show. Hi guys, it's your host Mandy B and we're back yet again with another episode of Period Sis brought to you by none other than the official box owner. I'm super excited to have the conversation that I'm having today. I am joined by yet again, the founders of Condition Her, black owned, woman owned, boss woman business that I'm super excited because they have solved a problem that many of us have, um, or we may not have known that we even had because we thought we found the resolution for it. Can I get a resolution? Okay, never mind. Let me not sing. Anyways, I'm super excited to be joined today by Wendy and Eugenia. They are the founders of Condition Her. Again, one of the products that are in the official box owner, box number two. And essentially what it is, is it's a moisturizing cream. So here's the thing. We have a skincare routine, but why have, as women, we not discussed our vaginal care routine? Would you not think that it's just as important? I'm super excited because on this week's episode, we are going to have that other tale of womanhood as to how Condition Her came about. And once again, guys, I'm excited to be joined with this these ladies. And it's another tale of womanhood for women by women. Hi, guys. I am super excited. We are here yet again for another episode of Periodsis. And I am joined today with the founders and COO and CEO of Condition Her. We are joined today with Eugenia Marshall, who is the COO, and Wendy, the CEO. Hi, ladies. Thank you for joining me today. Hey. Hi. It's so great hearing your voice on here. I love it. Yes, it's, it's different from the long phone call we had. Guys, if you were lucky enough to get one of the official box owner subscription boxes, Condition Her is one of the products that you guys found in your boxes this month. I do want to start off, however, because it is not a journey or a product or a brand without talking first about the tale of womanhood. So I first want to begin by introducing both ladies. And let's start off because... Um, Although you guys are brand owners and founders um, and entrepreneurs, you guys also have very busy day jobs. Um, so I love to hear that because this is kind of a first where uh, we have one of the brand partners that are balancing creating and building a brand while also working. So Wendy, we'll start with you. And then uh, definitely Eugenia, introduce yourself as well. So Wendy, go ahead and introduce yourself to all of our listeners, please. Well, hello, listeners out there. It's very nice to be here with you today, Mandy. Super excited about this. So yeah, like you said, uh, Eugenia and I are both employed entrepreneurs, and that's uh, a phrase we've used probably for the last 15 plus years, because it's been that long since we've been in that space. Uh, wow. And my professional, so we, we, we've had other business partners. We've gone in and out of hiatus, depending on who was employed doing what. I have spent the last 10 plus years working working in the TV marketing division at Warner Brothers uh, on the television side. 
Um, really, I, I love my work family. We've had a, a lot of changes over the last few years. Now, um, a Warner Media company. So, but yes, I work um, specifically on the TV side, uh, covering some of your favorite uh, television shows um, like Queen Sugar, David Makes Man. Um, and I don't didn't get to cover the show, but I'm super excited about Batwoman uh, coming out here uh, in January of 2021 with the first Black Batwoman, Miss Javicia Leslie. So a lot of uh, amazing opportunities there. I've been given a lot of uh, room to kind of grow and learn and work outside of my job title. And it's been it's been a blast. So shout out to my colleagues there. Awesome. Shout out to you being a boss woman. Like I, I know how it is to be uh, to, to start a business or grow a business and maintain a day job as well. So kudos to you and Eugenia, you do the same as well. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, my name is Eugenia Marshall. And I, I guess my my job um, being this employed entrepreneur that I am <laughs> is um, I am the director of compliance and training for NKSFB. NKSFB is the largest business management firm in the country. And basically what we do is we are the personal CFOs of extremely wealthy people, um, celebrities, high net worth individuals. And we basically do everything for them from paying and hiring their nannies to overseeing their music tours or their businesses and everything under the sun. Anything related to money, we're involved. Okay, so, you know, show me the money. That's my job. (laughs) Can I say I can totally see now how the two of you combined both of your expertises and started a business because you're clearly the numbers girl and Wendy, you're the marketing guru, clearly. So I see that there's a balance there. I want to ask you, because you coming from that position of CFO and Wendy, you being in marketing, how did Condition Her come about between the two of you? Interesting question, uh, Mandy. I'll take this one. So uh, I was dating long distance. Um, Let me preface by saying I've always been an ideator. I love random ideas, things that I'm interested in, things that are probably an idea for someone else. Uh, Again, I'm I'm just a bit of an ideator as well as a connector. And so um, if if anybody knows, and if the pandemic dating wasn't (laughs) fucked up before the pandemic, it is definitely... A situation right now. Wendy, but, you can't say that. I, I I done told the world. I met my man over Zoom. I was what? just telling Eugenia about it, honey. No, I'm I hyped found, about it. I found love in the <laughs> pandemic, baby. Listen, let, let me tell you, it's my, I guess my point was it's been challenging. The cool thing about the pandemic is I feel like men, especially black men for the first time, are open to, um, oh, it sounds like we've got some. We've got some. Out. It's okay. I used to live in the Bro- I used to live in the Bronx. They okay, they got good. the siren from me too. Great, right, great, great, great. Uh, and shout out on your new place, girl. Anyway, but Thank you. Just give you those flowers for your new place. Um, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, dating has been a challenge. But again, I do see more men being open and understanding that the way to meet folks um, is through online dating and things like that. So a lot more open. But even prior to that, I was on that because LA has just been a cesspool. Sorry, LA, I, I love y'all, but. It's just been very difficult for dating, especially for a professional woman, especially for a woman that's, you know, knee deep in these 40s. Um, and so I have been long distance dating for quite a while. And when this came about, the idea actually came about over almost seven, it's over seven years ago now. I okay. was dating um, a nice uh, gentleman in Chicago from Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn, because I think my husband probably is in Brooklyn. He just don't say that. Um, <laughs> But um, we were dating long distance. And uh, after uh, several trips, this brother was like, so, um, yeah, about that waxing, can you not do that before you come here? I was like, sir, pardon me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. What do you whatever do you mean? And I mean, I had like a nice little two finger landing strip. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a, a bush. Right. <laughs> it was a, a two finger landing strip that I thought would suffice. However, he, his preference was different. And I said, well, why? He said, just ever since he was young, adolescent, the presence of pubic hair for him um, meant grown woman. It meant, oh, she's grown. She's a grown woman. He's like, and especially as he's gotten older, you know, the bear coochie was not uh, appeasing. Oh, my God. So, Wendy, I am with my first partner. And, Eugenia, this is kind of where I would love to also include your experience with your partner. So ladies, it's crazy because this is a conversation I also just had with my partner. He does not. So I shave. I've never waxed, but he 
wants hair down there. He does not want a bear coochie. He don't want a shaven box. Well, however you want to put it, yep. he does not want a Barbie doll, I guess, prepubescent type of pussy. He wants, he's, he's 46 years old. He wants hair down there. And this is my first experience because I've been the type of woman where I've been mad at myself like, damn, I'm about to have sex with someone and fuck, I didn't shave. Fuck, it's hairy. So I've always thought that men don't want hair down there. Eugenia, can you tell me if you have an experience with that and yes. also your experience with just talking about your vagina with your partners? Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I'm in a, you know, I've been in a long, uh, a long-term committed relationship with my partner for almost six years now. And um, he's extremely comfortable telling me about my body. Okay. So <sighs> number one is that I asked him that I was like, you know, do you, do you mind if I shave or if I have hair? He's like, I was like, cause I really want to make sure that the product is softening hair. So it really needs to like grow out, like really grow out. He was like, I don't care. Do what you want to do. He's like, it doesn't bother me either way. Just, you know, as long as it smells good and it tastes good, I'm good. And I was like, okay. Where did then, we think that men didn't like hair? Like we'll I have to figure that out. That from. He said he didn't care. I was like, okay, that's good to know. Because Captain Cave Girl is about to come through because I need to make sure this stuff is softening my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Which I learned it did. (laughs) Okay, awesome. So you had to work with it, but you did have the conversation with even your man about hair. I guess, Wendy, uh, I want to take it back again to the beginning. So this man told you, could you not wax when you come out here? And I guess, could you let us know your thoughts and essentially what led to the creation of Conditioner or the idea of Conditioner? And, and I, I want to say right before going to that, that it's like a lot of our youth, uh, especially hip hop culture, are really programmed for to not for there not to be hair there. There's several artists that have rapped about like, you know, cut it off. I don't want no hair down there. If there's hair down there, I don't want type of thing. And so they really um, and I think that this comes from porn industry. Uh, they really too. kind of fetishized, fetishized not having hair. And I mean, one should wonder like, well, why is it there? Is it actually protecting? Is it doing something so that we can get into later? But yeah, so he, we, they have, it was no problem. I was like, well, sh- cool. You say, say less, sir. <laughs> say less. Less work for me. Less. I'll save my little money and this 15 minutes of legs in the air, plus the tweezing time you have to go through after to get the little remainders. And, you know, then I'm like, man. And so I obliged. So I stopped uh, and he, and he was clear. He didn't want like a, like a bush that extended outward necessarily like that. He just wanted the presence of hair. Like even out, I was like, I asked, I said, so do you, you want to see it outside of the underwear? Like if I'm just walking around, he was like, yeah, little trace. And he was like doing this swimming. Like if you were like having your hands go outwards, like, like a little fish, I was like, what, what does that mean? Sir? translation. He was like, I want to see outside the underwear. So I said, okay, cool. Um, so that's what it was. Meanwhile, that on that particular visit, my good, uh, some other, another group minus Eugenia of my good girlfriends, um, shout out to the Otter crew. They were all in Chicago too. So of course we did what girls do best. We had happy hour and we tell the business. So at happy hour that night, I was like, Lord, y'all don't know what I'm gonna do with this man. He has made a special request. So I, I proceeded to tell them about it. I love that this is literally a group chat conversation. Like, girls, do, do y'all shave your pussy? Do your man like hair? Does that's he want it bald? That's how it went down. So I'm telling them my, my little plight and what's about to be popping. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go back to doing what I did in my teenage days. So there's maybe like six of us at the table, five of us. They were like, well, well, what'd you do? I was like, well, shit, I used my hair conditioner and shampoo. Y'all didn't use the Suave or Pantene because, you know, that's what we used. That's what we had access. <laughs> we didn't right. have all the good stuff. Um, we had the key yeah, the 99 whatever. cent bottles, yeah, baby. Yeah, I know what you're that, talking about. That strawberry swab. You ain't, the V5. <laughs> and I was like, y'all didn't do that because, you know, for black women uh, and women of color in general, whether you're, you're, you're Latinx, whatever you're not, when you got that curly, kinky hair, like wa- hair wash day is a thing. You bringing in your water, you bring your radio in the bathroom back in the day, you bringing in everything. We didn't have cell phones. You know, you got a page. We brought all that in the bathroom and waited and it was going to be a, an ordeal. So um, I said, well, what man, when I was younger, if, if it was hair wash day, that hair in that area, the pubic hair was going to get the same treatment. It was what, what it was at the time. And I, I didn't identify that it was, I had an intimate care regimen. I had a routine. Mm. And when you stop to think about it, you know, any woman, when you get in the shower, like we don't walk around and ask, we, we, listen, you'll talk to your girlfriends about a lot. 
Well, we don't say, girl, how you wash your coochie? Do you go from front, back, side to side? Do you wash around? Do you hit? The... We don't have that conversation. It's very, when you close that shower curtain or door, that's a very private, even just the four walls of your bathroom is very private. And so um, they, the girls were like, what? You did what? I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> and it was going to sit on there. The conditioner was going to sit on there for the five minutes that the bottle said it needed to. And it was so the, as they're laughing, because, you know, we're knee deep into some rosé and myself, gin and tonics at that point. Um, the, the, the confession started. So one homegirl was like, well, I, I used to do that. And I was like, well, why'd you do it? Because it was the perception that and the assumption that I was softening my hair. Exactly. Uh, Same because that's what, yes, that's what conditioner does for the hair on your head. So yeah, you would assume. Yep. So, and so then someone else raised their hand and said, well, I used to use my hair conditioner in that area too, but I wasn't thinking about softening the hair. I use it as a shave cream. Bottom line, we've been using toxic products and things in the area be there. Because Um, a lot of the conditioners and shampoos have the fragrances, have a lot of the things that essentially will, you know, uh, unbalance our pH and actually end up causing irritation. Absolutely. And as we learned from Johnson & Johnson, also could possibly cause cancer. Right. And that was a whole thing. Yes, from anyone anyone listening to this, if you're not familiar, because um, I know that it's, it's something that caused a sir quite some time ago, but look up Johnson and Johnson. And if that is something that you are still using within your daily routine of even just wash, I wouldn't even say feminine hygiene, but just purely washing yourself. Um, I would definitely look into that because yeah, they got recalled on what even baby powder, right? Yeah, And the powder issue was that they were promoting in predominantly black magazines, you know, black women, you growing up, you put a little powder in your drawers, put a little powder in your drawers. Yeah. That's what grandma did. You put a little powder in your drawers. And that's and so they were literally promoting it for that, for that reason. And it was causing ovarian um, cancer and other and other issues um, at, at, at a disproportional rate for black women. Mm. Um, and so, you know, like so basically at the, the conversation, of course, we went up in uproar. And so I told the girls, I guess, man, now that I'm gonna be having this new bush, I guess I'm gonna need to I, man, I, I'm gonna have to find a product to soften the hair. I guess I no, I said, now that I'm older, I can afford the good stuff. I guess I'm gonna get me some. Some kills. I'm gonna get me some Miss Jessie's. I'm gonna get some kinky curly. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna use the good stuff that you know. Again, toxic. And I tried that, and it was irritating. I I was buying fifty dollars, sixty dollars conditioners, thinking. And so, what that at the table? I told them uh, we came up with a really funny name at the table. We had decided they were like, well, "What do you gonna call this product that you made?" So I was like, "I don't know. What are we gonna make? I can let's call it Sham Pussy." So the table <laughs> erupted in laughter. Yes, because while clever, I don't, I don't know, sis. I, I, I'm not <laughs> I sure. Wait, Eugenia, were you a part of this conversation? And what Listen. were your thoughts on sham pussy? <laughs> Listen, I was I was in the post conversation and Wendy was telling me about it because Wendy is an ideator. Like she said earlier, she's comes. She's brilliant. She comes up with these ideas out of out of the blue. And so when she called me with this one, when she dropped the name on me, I was like, mm, sham pussy. I'm not sure about this one, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, the table loved it because it was I mean, you would have thought that a riot. Mind you, there's lots of drinks involved. We're knee deep by now. And so it was so funny that we we literally said it all night throughout our night, our nightlife in Chicago. And as a marketer, I woke up the next morning still entertained by the thought and laughing about it. And I, I remember laying in bed and going on my phone, like, let me do a little quick little search to look up pubic hair conditioner. And Did you guy, find any? Like what, what was one. the search for that? There was wow. I searched pubic hair conditioner, um, pubic hair softener, pubic hair lotion, everything. There was nothing. There was nothing. And so I called Eugenia from Chicago, like dog. I think I got an idea. Now we've helped a lot of brands, brands that you guys know today. We actually did work with Mahisha Dellinger from from Curls and sold her into some of her first stores in Los Angeles and did a lot Amazing. of stuff, celebrity seating over the years. So we knew how to help other folks, but having your own thing was a little different. And so I called Eugenia. I said, I think we should we we should look at intimate skincare. There's nothing out there for softening pubes, and that was like how surface we were thinking. It was very cosmetic at the time. And she was like, yeah, okay. I tell her about the conversation. She's like kind of into it, whatever. So, but I'm now down the rabbit hole. 
I'm now spending the whole rest of my trip looking and I'm on the airport and I looked for it for maybe a, a while, maybe a month or so. And when I really, and what I did, I started going into at the time, you know, social media wasn't what it was now, so even seven right. years ago. I started going into forums where women would go, you know, post questions or conversation topics. And as I was researching, I found forums that were specifically about uh, my boyfriend. And it, let me, the irony was it was European women that were asking. Which is crazy because I I could, it's crazy because that's where my mind was going while you were talking is the fact that it doesn't matter the coarseness of the hair on your head. The hair on our vagina is a different texture than what's on our head. Yes. Period. And as we know, of course, the European standard of beauty, which is bullshit, they like the fine, the soft, the almost straight hair and pubic hair is coarse and curly. Right. And I mean, I didn't ate some pussy in my life. So I just know that yeah. even the, 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 the brightest of the bunch still have fairly coarse pubic hair. Um, so this was what you were finding on the message boards. So you knew that there was a market. There was, there was a need because what, what, what I did notice is that, um, these women, and they were really freaked out. What I found was that that was the question. So, and, and, and if you go back and look at what we were playfully wanting to call the product, a shampoo, that would denote that if this was a wash. And what I learned quickly by going through all of these, and I still have all of these screenshots today. I've kept every bit of research that we did seven years ago, seven plus years ago. What we found was that inevitably, A, it was an issue for more than just us. So it was a thing. B, the answers that people gave, and these are, again, people in other countries, like, and it was always prefaced with, I don't know if this is safe, but dot, dot, mm. dot. you should talk to your doctor, but, but the end was always, have you thought about using your hair conditioner? So here's the deal. We're all doing it, but no one's talking about it. So they, everyone, even white women around the world were using their hair conditioner on their pubic hair as a means to soften. Right. I do want to, um, before we get into, because of course I want to talk about condition her, what it does. There's a seven step process that you have, uh, for all of those who got the box, uh, in your, in your box, there's a card that says how to use that. I also want to go over, but Eugenia, I want to ask you what has your vagina care routine been and how were you and Wendy able to come together to create a product like this? Like what was your journey and experience with down there and, and that routine? Well, before, I, I guess until we got into this process of developing this, I really didn't even think that much about what I was putting down there. It wasn't until we got into the development phase and working with our chemist that, uh, and I'm sorry about the, the, um, the, the sirens. It's okay. Let's, let's let them go. And then I'll have my producer edit this out. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm in Westwood and it's terrible right here. <laughs> it's okay. I hear him. We're, I'll, I'll make a mark. So the 20 minute mark, I'll let her know. Hold on. Okay. She's really good with editing though. So I don't think we'll have a problem. Oh, oh yeah, Jesus. there's a whole. Bitch, is it in your building? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I, are you I'm burning right, down? No, <laughs> no, I'm a block from UCLA Medical Center. Mm. Okay, so, well, we, we completely don't hear them anymore. Yeah, so. COVID's not, you know, not helping this. Not helping, I'm sure. Situation. Okay, well, Eugenia, uh, just pick up whenever you're ready with your with your routine. Start all over again. Right, right. So as we started working with the chemist to develop the product, she started pointing out so many things that I had never even thought about individually, you know, like mm. what I put down there in that area and how sensitive the skin is and how there's an opening to inside of my body down there. And it really made me think about, you know, the health and wellness concerns that you have when you're buying products that will somehow find themselves in that area. So developing this product has actually changed my routine. And then also coming in contact with so many people who produce products that are more intimate products has also shifted the way that I think about natural, about, you know, about even understanding that everything that's natural isn't safe. Because we automatically assume when we hear the word natural, oh, that's super safe to put in that area because it's natural. Well, that's not the case. And then, and even more importantly, 
if it's natural, it doesn't mean that it's going to maintain your pH. Right. And you're right. And I do want to um, mention, so I'm looking at your cart now. You guys do say no mineral oils, no parabens, no toxic preservatives, no steroids, no synthetic dyes, no synthetic fragrance, and no unsafe ingredients. So how were you guys able with a chemist to determine what was safe for down there and what isn't? So basically, we worked with a PhD biochemist. So there was honestly nothing. She actually course corrected us. I think we're going to have to. Is that another break we're going to have to take? You want to make uh, another mark? Yeah, okay. you could. Okay, you could go ahead now. It was it was a so, brief one. So in terms of making sure there were no toxic chemicals in here, that was really um, the beauty of having a PhD biochemist. She was able to course correct our train of thought. Because remember, we went into this thinking our mission was to soften pubic hair. We weren't necessarily even thinking, we wanted to make sure the product was safe, but we weren't thinking like health and wellnessy. We were mm. thinking we, the, 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 the call to action was to soften pubic hair. And we figured there's tons of washes and wipes on the market. But when have you walked on the feminine hygiene aisle to see, um, and it, there's some new little things popping up, but there was nothing that was like, this is meant to moisturize that area. And no one told us that we need moisture because uh, that dry skin there is a breeding ground for ingrown hairs because of the dry skin. And if we're not, we didn't have the right products to properly moisturize or we're using products with toxic ingredients, we could be, you know, enhancing the issue. So I will say, Wendy, when you bring that up, because I mentioned this on another product, the thing is when we think of moisture, especially down there, we also think of a breeding area for now yeast infections Mm -hmm. and all of these other things. So I do think that there is a difference between vulva care and inside your vagina care. And and that's the thing is where, yeah, of course there's dryness. Of course we get ingrown hairs. And of course, ingrown hairs are scary because no one wants bumps on their vagina because then that is looked at as something else. But yeah, I guess we... I would say even myself with doing the research and looking at all these new products and being introduced to something like Condition Her, the idea of moisturizing an area that, again, if you have dry face skin, you're going to moisturize that. But the idea that moisture almost seems like a bad thing to have down there. Yeah, I don't think I ever thought to moisturize my vagina. Well, Mandy, let me say one thing, and you and you you using the term vulva is important. There is a yeah. lot of education required, not just yeah. around our product, but just for women and men in general. We have been calling that area out of its name for a long time. Now, listen, mm. we learned this in the third, second, third, fourth grade when they gave us that little chart of little yep. boys' parts and the women's part. We just forgot because we like to call you it. The, we want to call it coochie, but coochie pussy. Oh, and there are there's the there's the labia majora, the labia yes. minor, right. the clit, the this, right. the that. Yes, <laughs> this product is made for the vulva, and it's a much sexier word. Say it with us, people, real slow. It is come like on, vulva. vulva. It's vulva. much sexier than vagina. The vulva is the external part of a woman's body. So that that up at that that top part. That's the mons pubis. We know what the clitoral hood is. We know there's the urethra in there. There's the labia minora, the labia majora, those, you know, kind of our lip areas around there. And then there's the vagina, folks. The vagina is the internal canal mm-hmm. that leads to the cervix. That's where we put our tampons. And if you that's where I put the dick. You lucky enough to have them in there right now. That's where you put in the dick. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank like you. we know that part. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, but yes. I guess. But that is the thing. Like, to be fair, we do know that there's the drip factor of any product. Like, even even if we dab that powder on the top without the right, you know, aftercare, it could still seep into uh, the inside of the vagina. But yes, condition her and the moisture and the pubic hair that you're referring to is the part that's on the outside. So I do want to make that clear for anyone looking because in the last box, we did have a pH wash that felt like lube. So someone used it as lube. I also think it is very important that anything that you put down there, 
Ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please do your due diligence in reading the directions, the instructions, and where these products are supposed to be put. So I do want to let you, uh, Wendy and Eugenia, step in whenever you want to, to continue with what the process and what the steps look like in using Condition Her on the correct parts of your box. Wonderful. I'll I'll go ahead and give us a quick intro. Um, so, and I want to, is it okay if I, I'm going to go ahead and, and just let them know exactly what it is. What it is, folks, if you're like wondering, it is a daily use natural moisturizing cream that's been scientifically formulated for your vulva, for your most intimate area, your little prized possession, your little pocketbook, okay? Vulva. And we just learned that that is the external part of our vaginal area. It is not the vagina, not internal. Okay. What it does is number one, this is our shout out to our chemist. It is a health and wellness product that first and foremost helps maintain a woman's healthy pH balance. Okay. We'll probably talk a little bit about that and what that means too. It slays ingrowns, ladies, ingrowns. If you notice ingrowns, a lot of them come, your birth control, different, um, medications. But if you notice that that layer of skin there is so thin, when you're getting one, you can almost just pick at it and pop it out and pluck it, you know, but that's what's causing them to stay in in, in that dry skin there. So it's getting rid of those. It's also fighting chafing. And I I really want to pause on that because we learned that in putting the product out to the community. It wasn't, we did not, you won't find that on the back of the tube because we didn't know. I don't shave. You know, I'm trying to get add a little extra gains on so my little thighs, you know, touch a little bit, but the, I didn't chafe. And you don't have to be a, a thick, a thick sister. Shout out to the BBWs and the thick and myself there. shot me out too, Wendy. Yeah. Eugenia, I'm not gonna lie. When I had this call with Wendy and she did mention the chafing part and to my BBWs listening, I am a thunder thigh sister. And when I tell you that finding something, because I'll honestly, okay, I'm going to sit here and y'all know I'm not the healthiest. I'll tell y'all what I do. I've actually put deodorant on my thighs to keep them from rubbing together or from sweating. And that's what I've used for chafing. And literally, as I continue these conversations with my friends, they're like, oh, bitch, you tripping. Deodorant near your pussy? You want it to get on fire, huh? So I love that this product assists with chafing. Because yes, Wendy, even though you don't know, honey, it is a real problem in these streets. Okay. Girl. Okay, Wendy, let me tell you one more thing. Is, is that it, look, look, because I'm a thunder thigh sister, you know, I, I am thunder thighs. Okay. I don't care how skinny I get, my thighs will always touch. Um, but um, because it pH balances, it also helps with odor. So you're gonna get okay. both benefits from that, you know, with the chafing, with the relief and the, you know, the redness, but then you're also gonna get the um, you know, the odor enhancements too, because it pH balances. And then finally, it's nourishing the skin. Again, it's keeping that skin nice and moisturized so that it can help stop the ingrowns. And ladies, for those of you that have spent the last year in this pandemic, shout out to the estheticians and the aestheticians around the world who have, you know, had their businesses impacted and had to shut down and open up and shut down again. And you done left your little customers at home and they they got the Corona bush. Let's just call it what it is. They they developed the Corona bush. They were at home trying to do at home waxes and, and, and watching videos on how to wax. And it's, and and now they got ingrowns. It's the situation. So this will, if you are the type that does like to keep the bush, this will soften. It will do what we initially our chemist was like, that's the cause. That's easy. That's the, that'll be easy. The maintaining the pH balance. So it does soften the presence of your hair. And for those that are like, oh, I can't use it. It's unscented. For those that are like, oh, I can't use this. I'm too sensitive. You're the same person that's taking that Vicky secret spray and spraying it right on your thighs or putting that deodorant. Like she just said it was all oh, of that. Is, all yes. of that is penetrating. You're taking your, your best, your best perfume and you spraying it on your drawers, in your drawers before your little date night. I know you're doing it, but you're not telling them. All of that is penetrating your skin and causing a problem. And so that's what this product does. I also want to make mention that we make and manufacture this in Europe. And I say that because no shade to our FDA here, but they don't require testing on products like this. It's not required. And that's why you see tons of people with their own like 
coochie oil or vagina oil that they put together. And again, just because it's natural or just because it's a shea butter or a this, shea butter is very thick. I've literally, we've been vending and I, and I, when yeah, women shea butter is thick booth, as shit. I get it from the African markets in Harlem. Yeah. It's very yeah. thick. And a lot of women are thinking like, oh no, I don't use anything with, with shea butter in that. Well, boo boo. She It's not okay because you're clogging your pores. A, a mm. translation causing a breeding ground for those ingrown. So we make and manufacture within Europe. So let me tell you about Europe. First of all, intimate skincare is not new to Europe and, and all, all different parts of Latin America. They've been on this. We are the late birds. Okay. But, um, they require testing. We could not get on the boat and get us here without passing several tests that cost us thousands of dollars so that we could ensure stability skin tests. So for those of you that are wondering, it is test and we pass with flying colors. We are also considered because of the types of ingredients and the formula that our female pH biochemists put together that we are um, safe and natural for you to use. We have a seven-year-old that uses us because the parents had only been using- oh, wow. Listen, ladies, for those of you that are familiar with your body and, and you kind of do a little reading, you will know that one of the only kind of moisturizing things that's close to a woman's pH that won't really throw you off is raw coconut oil. And you can choose refined or virgin. Virgin has a scent, refined doesn't. But like most oils, if you've ever used an oil, it just kind of sits, doesn't really do much. And so, but it is, you know, it, it is complimentary to your pH. It's not going to throw you off. And if you, I would consult your doctor, but you can use raw, uh, verge, raw coconut oil as a lube. You can actually use it in the vagina. You know, what's crazy. I was just going to say that that is probably one of the only oils as well that I have seen present in lubes. I have a lube literally bedside, but one of which is a coconut oil base. Um, so yeah, I, I love that you guys have also done the research and knowing what is good because unfortunately, like Eugenia, me and you talked, and I know that this is now a conversation that you're able to have with your partner, Wendy, you kind of went through learning this even with, you know, one of your partners, but I will say even dating back to when you were using that shampoo and conditioner as you know, a way to wash your vagina. I will say, unfortunately, this is one of those things that we figure out on our own because even our parents don't have this conversation with us. This literally is just not a conversation that's had. Mandy, and I think it's important. Go ahead, Eugenia. Yes. Mandy, the thing that's crazy about that, what you're just saying is that I have a college, you know, my, my daughter's in college and she's on okay. a volleyball team. So, you know, they're very tight, tight knit little group of, group of girls. Yes. And so what I found, because I have this product, they're comfortable talking to me about their issues, right? Ah. And what I realized is I was like, oh my God, when we were growing up, I was like, who did I talk to about what I was doing, you know, with that area? I mean, because they have questions, you know, these are the first times that they're experiencing BV or right. yeast infection, and they don't know the difference. And, you know, and it's the first time that they're, you know, seeing a discharge and they don't know what that is or and they're just trying to figure it out on their own. And they're learning from these girls on Instagram. So they're like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll just do a suppository. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, go to Which the I'm not going to lie to you. I I found out the hard way, like, especially when you're putting things inside of you, suppositories don't work well, especially the creamy ones. Um, I, I have been introduced to boric acid suppositories, but in the capsule, the, the veggie capsule form which are way different because yeah, like you said, like it's almost like a trial and error, but we shouldn't be having a trial and error with our fucking pussy. No, we shouldn't. No, we absolutely <laughs> shouldn't. And that's why you listen, condition her. Everything about this brand is the brand of a is we're a black woman owned brand. We're also operated by all women, our PhD biochemist, who's just amazing. And for the record, the majority of the products that she makes are over and she sits on several high level, um, uh, biochemist uh, panels and groups. She's also the head of biochemistry at the university there in Istanbul. She's in Turkey. Wow. Um, and our our that cute little packaging design, the little body, that was done by a black woman. Shout out to Kendra Dandy. She's at the Bouffants, T-H-E-E Bouffants on Instagram. And she laced us um, with that beautiful design. Our publicist is a woman. Our attorney is a woman. This um, is nothing but black girl magic, especially between the two of you to, to work together and create 
such like like I said, and um, Wendy, you sent us a product. It is a good product. Like uh, a lot of people reach out to work with us. I'm really glad that you found a way to, but it is a good product. Um, and I, I just wanted to let, while I'm speaking to the both of you, Eugenia, this is our first time talking, but again, from the packaging to literally the use, um, you guys did a really, really, really good job. Thank you. We did have a so lot of help. Um, and I just want, for those of you who are like, well, how do I use it? Again, it's a cream base. So it's like your lotion. So when you get out the shower, the first thing I do instead of grabbing my regular lotion is I grab my condition her. And I put that in, you know, put it in my little palm about maybe, maybe a nickel size or so. And from the, the lower part of my belly button, that entire patch of skin across from my belly button down the lower part of my stomach, I use it there. I use it on down to the top of, of my, uh, vulva area, which we know is the, the mons. We're using that in the top. Um, and I'm going down into the creases, into the V creases. And I'm also massaging it into any hair that I keep. I'm not pushing it up into the vagina. I'm just massaging it in there. If I feel like I might be, you know, ladies, there's a few things, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go into our, to the regimen and things, but smelling your panties every day is one of them. Ladies, your body talks mm, to you. It when does. You after, after your day at work, smell your panties. Does it smell like your good old cuckoo smell? Or it smell a little off, like, like, oh, either your cycle's about to come, because it'll tell you that, or, ooh, I think I feel a yeast infection coming. And you can actually do things at home to try to course correct that um, before it's time to make that call to your gynecologist. So this is what you use. I use it down through my belly button. I use it. And if I'm feeling a little off, I might take a little, little swipe wipe inside my lips. Maybe that's up to you if you want to keep it external. For those, even for me, even though I don't shape, I now push it right on down in between my thighs. And that's my whole, that's what I use. I take the remainder because I know it's natural and I know it's not, it's not toxic to penetrate my body. I use it on my boobs, my little 34 A's. And so I don't need that much. Come on, 34 A's. 34 A's. And then underneath my arms, because you also shave. So this is good anywhere hair on your body is touching your skin. So once you shave under your arms, that's another vulnerable place um, to have shaved. So I use it underneath my arms as my lotion for there. And then I go on about my day. And that's an every day, every time you bathe, whole bath, hit the hot spots and go, whatever you doing, that this is your moisturizing cream um, for that. And um, the fellas done picked up the the, the tube on their girl's counter and got to reading and saw and, and figured out that if it worked on ingrowns, it just might work on their razor bumps under their neck. So we are getting lots of emails uh, and Instagram messages from women like, when are y'all making a men's version? Because it's now my man's beard and neck cream. Come on, condition him. Come yeah, on. Condition him. Yeah, we'll we'll see you guys in 2021 sometimes. This hey, week. I guess before we get out of here, uh, I would love normally we like to live off, leave off with tips or anything that you could share with the with the consumers. Eugenia, do you have any tips for a woman who you know, maybe hesitant because, oh my God, I just know that my pussy takes care of herself and I'm not supposed to put anything down there. What would you say to anyone who thinks um, in that way? Well, I think that I would share with them one of the reviews that we got. And that was that Condition Her was the product that I didn't even know I needed. Mm. Because um, just like you said earlier, the product works. And it, and it and corrects things that you didn't even know were wrong. You know what I mean? Like, like not only does it soften the hair, it softens the skin. It, you know, you notice that those ingrowns and those cysts that some women get, they just completely disappear. And you're like, you, you know, after you're done with your first tube, you're like, man, I didn't experience any of the problems that I've ever, you know, that I've had my whole life. So that's one of the things that I would tell them. And Another thing that I would say is that they should join us on our conversations. So as Ooh. you can see. Okay. Yeah. What are those? We have developed during this, you know, during the pandemic, we had to kind of pivot to get to our consumer, you know, to get to consumers, to get to people who are interested in the product. And we host live conversations, conversations on Instagram. And we talk about a lot of intimate, you know, intimate topics. And um, we, we share knowledge from us being female founders, black female founders. We, we share our, our knowledge from both being, um, you know, pretty uh, well-known and established in our spaces of work that we could share with our community. Um, because we just noticed that we really have a, women who care about their bodies are just some dope ass females. 
And so Facts. we really enjoy having conversations with them. So be dope if they could just come come on this journey with Wendy and I, because it's 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 a roller coaster ride. Right. I really love that. And I'm really hoping that maybe that's something we can do in the coming weeks. Um, I would love to have that conversation on my platform as well um, with one or both of you, if possible. I think that that would be great. And even more so, again, the fact that y'all are literally out here showing black girl magic, like being boss women, still holding down your day job and being entrepreneurs. And it's a part of what essentially this quote unquote American dream looks like. Um, but you guys are defying a lot of odds. Again, you guys, you guys have created a really, really dope product. Um, I want you guys to stay tuned because as always, I'm going to leave off with some stats and facts. But if Eugenia or Wendy, if either of you could leave off with where someone may find your product and where they can find you ladies on social media uh, so that the girls can read some more. I'd love to do that. And before we go, I'd love to give just a quick intimate skincare routine that we suggest every woman fo follow. And then maybe yes, I give it to us, Wendy. really quickly too. You um, and your partner there, like flowers to you ladies. Like, I feel like I'm using clubhouse talk now, right? But you know, just shout out, shout out to you both, to you and Sid for, for, for providing this platform, watching you grow, being like, you know, we haven't met in person, but you just seem like a cool round the way girl that found a platform that worked. And now you're offering opportunities to other women like us. And it's super dope. And we are, we're super like grateful for it. And I just want to let you guys of know, course. we sell direct... Eugenia and I outright own this company. We have no investors. We have bootstrapped this baby thanks to my 401k plan. Fuck your shit. So we have bootstrapped this baby, you know, um, from, from the beginning. Uh, it's the first time my father did not balk or talk against me tapping into my 401k. And so that's what we did. And so we sell direct to consumer from Condition Her dot com c-o-n-d-i-t-i-o-n-h-e-r just like it sounds dot com you can catch us also on a few other sites shout out to post 21 shop um they curate um items from black owned businesses to mother daughter shout to blair pacinger that's her site uh, a site called ethnicdistrict.com where they source products from across the um like Pan-African and like African diaspora. Um, again, another woman-owned company. So shout out to them. And tons of estheticians around the country are carrying us in their shops to sell directly to their customers. So um, I will, and really quickly, like for a woman wondering if you should use this, just know that shout out to Suzanne Gilberg-Lentz, my gynecologist here in Beverly Hills, California. She has called me to say, hey, Wendy, I have a woman that's, you know, menopausal. And ladies, if you ain't at that stage, everything dry out. And what happens, what's dry internally affects you externally. So she's asked to, you know, was the product ready to give to her patients? Um, and so there's that. But we do have like a quick little seven-step intimate skincare regimen that we suggest. You're going to wash. I love it. Let's give it to them. I'm not going to tell you what to wash with. Use what you want to use. Um, use what works for you, okay? You want to exfoliate. Yes, I, I hear the shock and awe. You want to grab that little exfoliating glove that you have or, you know, or whatnot, or grab one and circular motions, especially if you struggle with ingrowns that you want to lightly exfoliate, maybe two, three times a week, definitely on shave days. Okay. You want to moisturize and that's where condition her comes in. You want to moisturize safely. That's where we come in to save the day. Ladies, you want to eat healthy foods that promote vaginal health, wellness, things like avocado strawberries are high in vitamin C. Matter of fact, they have more vitamin C than oranges. And that vitamin C helps relieve dryness and itching and also it plays a role in collagen synthesis. So that helps with your muscle elasticity up in that thing thing. Okay. Um, nothing, listen, I know we all hear pineapples and all that, but there's nothing anecdotal that they say does, pineapple does for the VJJ. But you know what does? Raw cranberries and cranberry juice with no sugar added. That's going to help keep the pH uh, levels balanced. Um, and it's also going to help relieve you from, uh, help you fight UTI causing bacteria and things that help uh, that cause vaginal infection. So also avocados prevent dryness, itching, burning, and it adds natural lubrication, high in vitamin B6. So those are things that almonds and other types of nuts, they're especially great because they have vitamin B and calcium to prevent vaginitis. So those are things you can grab in the store now. So we're going to, so those are the number four, number five, ladies, clutch your pearls. You need to go to the panty drawer and throw them all out. You need to be mm. recycling your panties. We say every 12 months, some say six, I'll say 12. 
So when you buy your panties for the year around the holidays, buy two pair. One goes in the bag for the next year if you love them. The other one goes in the drawer. Panties carry bacteria that is long lasting. And some of y'all got some from about 1992 because homeboy used to hit it right. <laughs> used to hit it a certain way. And you want to remember that just like that old boyfriend t-shirt you got. You want to do your, you want to visit your gynecologist and not skip your well woman checks every year, every two years, whatever schedule you're on. And finally, number seven, read, educate yourself. There's a book by like Dr. Jackie. Um, she has a book called, um, it's called oh, Married to Medicine. Right. <laughs> Dr. Jackie's got the Queen V, everything you need to know about sex, intimacy, and down there care. So grab a book um, and educate yourself and, and, and talk with your partner. You know, if you are in a space where you and your partner don't use protection and he's shooting up the club and y'all cool with it, you need to know that your vaginal pH is between 3.8 and 4.5, slightly acidic. They hella alkaline and guess what? Some of that little odor that you're smelling that he's calling pheromones, that's actually BV, is caused by him. So talk about it. That's all we got. I love it. Wendy, thank you so much. Eugenia, thank you so much. Guys, y'all stay tuned for a little bit of stats and facts. And of course, I'm dropping again. We have a promo code over at Condition Her for you guys to save off of your tubes if you weren't able to get a box or if you've already used it in your box and you're ready to re-up. Uh, Eugenia, Wendy, thank you guys so, so, so very much for joining me here on Period Sis. Thank you guys. Amazing. Thank you so much. Shout out to everybody. Hope to see you uh, on IG and on the website. Thanks. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. I really hope that you guys enjoyed listening to Eugenia and Wendy. Again, kudos to them for not only being boss-ass women resolving an issue that a lot of us knew we had but didn't yet know that there was a solution for but also just being great and sharing their journeys again if you guys want to support a black woman-owned business but also maybe you just want to see if you can soften up your pubic hairs make sure you go on over to conditionher.com once again guys use promo code box owner that's b-o-x O-W-N-E-R and get 20% off of your purchase over again at conditionher.com. I do also want to leave off with a few stats and facts as always. So ingrown hairs are a common problem for many women. People who shave, wax, or use another method to remove pubic hair may be more prone to ingrown hairs. Ingrown pubic hairs can also be due to wearing tight clothing, that rubs and irritates the skin. So again, I think that we need to look into resolving these problems. And of course, a lot of us, even if our man likes a little bit of hair, like we discussed in this week's episode, as women, sometimes we don't like it, especially if you live in the South, if you're in, you know, a tropical environment, bitch, Pubic hair just makes you even more hot sometimes. And now you get sweaty. Now you got to figure out how not to sweat down there in your in your crotch. Like, God fucking damn. But, again, if you're going to continue to shave or wax, you do hold the risk of ingrown hairs. You do also, despite that, if you have dry skin, know that your vulva can also be experiencing dryness. And that can also affect your proneability, if that's a word, y'all know I be making shit up, to ingrown hairs. But again, I love that this is a product that won't throw off your pH because again, y'all, a balanced box is important. And I think it's super important that we again try to find solutions and not continue to put these toxic, toxic, toxic materials down there. You know, it's down there. We got to take care of down there. Our box Anyways, guys, thank y'all for joining me on yet another episode of Period Sis. Make sure if you missed out on this first box that you join our mailing list. We have some great goodies for you. You guys heard me talk with my COO, Sydney, on a previous episode, and we are dropping some motherfucking products this year. We promise you. We are not going to leave you in your box alone. Anyways, guys, to join the mailing list, head on over to officialboxowner.com. 
com. You heard it right, officialboxowner.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at officialboxowner. I'm your host, Mandy B. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, it's always a tale of womanhood, baby. All right. Check you guys out next week. Bye.